0: Significant military response. Well, we don't see it yet, do we? Iran has engaged in attack near the Jordan-Syria border. Three U.S. soldiers killed, more than 30 others wounded. However, these kinds of attacks... Or what John Kirby, national security coordinator, uh, the, the the spokesman there, will tell us? You know, a traumatic brain injury, but nothing serious. Those were his words the other day. No words yet on this attack, which does not yet have a response. To which I have serious disagreement with those on the political right who are saying a Biden's going to lead us to war. Kids, we're at war. When does the growing up begin? We're at war. I didn't ask for it. I didn't want it. It's here. Yes, Biden's weakness invites it. It is happening as we speak. How many more soldiers are you willing to have attacked before you respond? Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Right now, we've got this breaking news. Three U.S. troops were killed and at least two dozen more injured in a drone attack on a small U.S. outpost in Jordan near the border with Syria and Iraq. This is the first time U.S. troops have been killed by enemy fire in the Middle East since the beginning of the war in Gaza October 7th. It also marks a significant escalation of an already precarious situation in the Middle East. With all due respect to CNN there, this has been going on. U.S. troops have been attacked. We've been discussing it. Maybe we were the first people you you heard discussing it. The first to radio anywhere. Uh, The people of Iran, well, they're screwed. Uh, But the Ayatollahs, the Mullahs, the clerics, they're at war with us. The only people who don't know that Iran is at war with us is the Biden administration. Iran is at war with us, or as many people told me on social media, oh, they know they just don't care, which I think is the cynical view, which would involve them having, you know, awareness uh, in general. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. There have been 159 attacks on U.S. forces since October 17th. This is in Iraq. This is in other areas. Well, Tony, see, the problem is that the U.S. is in all these areas. We should just pull out, and then there'll be no problems. Uh, be careful. You might get what you wish for. You might actually get it. You might actually get to see the world where there is no show of U.S. force and a, and a standard to the idea of peace and prosperity. You might see it and then we'll see what happens. I just don't think that the people who are pushing for this idea understand actually what it brings. I am not interested in a war at all. When there is a war, I believe that war should be declared and then I believe we should kill the enemy until there is nothing left. If a war is declared, I believe in killing everyone on the ground, burning down the schools, the churches and the mosques and leaving nothing left and no ability for the ground to grow food. If there is a war. Otherwise, I just believe in letting people alone. They may have a a horrific society. They may treat people terribly. I could be opposed to these things and discuss the idea of why these things are bad things. But it doesn't give me a reason to invade. It doesn't give me a reason to attack. It doesn't give me a reason to engage in some show of force. But when attacked, a response is necessary. Because when you're dealing with the Iranians, as you're dealing with um, a, a tremendous number of cultures in the Middle East, humility, calmness, these are not seen as virtues. These are seen as weakness that invite more attack. How many more troops do you want killed? And if you want them out, if you want them out, okay. We could see what happens next. I don't think it provides much value. One can argue this is all because we are in the area. Does one believe in allies or not? Because let's make the argument that we pull out of these areas. Does Israel get to then defend itself? Are we uh, an ally of Israel? Would we be there to help? And if you don't want to use Israel because somehow that creates too many emotions, we'll pick your nation. Pick pick your country. Would you be there? Would, would you not be there? Uh, Donald Trump, in a speech that he gave over the weekend was talking uh, about NATO. Ukraine's an interesting case. People always want to know my feeling. Number one, we're in for 200 billion plus, and the European nations are in for 20 billion, and it's more important for them, and don't you think they should equalize? Nobody asks them. It's like I did with NATO. I said, we're spending, we're, we're paying for NATO, and we don't get so much out of it. And you know, I hate to tell you this about NATO. If we ever needed their help, Let's say we were attacked. I don't believe they'd be there. I don't believe. I know the people. I know them. I can tell you country by country who would be there and who, but I don't believe they'd be there. I got to admit, that's a pretty messed up thing to say. Considering on September 11th, uh, Article 5 was invoked, which said an attack on, it says an attack on one is an attack on all. So they have shown that they would be there. Now, the idea that people aren't paying what they're supposed to pay, well, that much I absolutely and wholeheartedly agree with. Trump did put that to them. They did start paying more, he was correct. Now, this is a different question about whether or not we should rely on nato being there we need to be as prepared as ever but i don't know if it, it if it helps you by by saying uh, i don't think nato would help us these are allies right not allies the uk wouldn't be there to help us we're engaged in bombing raids with them on the houthi rebels which is very important and needs to become a much stronger bit of attack why? Because the navigable seas are at risk. So now that we know that the Red Sea and the Gulf of Aden, and name your area, the Gulf of Oman, the Straits of Hormuz, the Mediterranean writ large, the Indian Ocean, my goodness, let's just move over a little bit to the Yellow Sea and the, and, the, and the South China Sea. If you don't have assets in the area, how are you going to protect the seas? That's not our problem. Goods getting from point A to point B, the idea of trade, not our problem. My argument with with my people on the political right is that there is such a focus on not being involved. No one ever asks what the involvement actually gets us. That should be the fundamental question. What does it get us? If you tell me, well, it gets me a launching pad to be able to deal with those who are keeping me from free trade, I'm in. That makes me a warmonger? Kiss off. Iran is at war with us, through the Houthi rebels, through Hamas, which still holds Americans hostage right now, over 100 days after October 7th, where they murdered 1,200 people and set babies on fire. And this Biden administration does nothing, which is weird because that's what some of the Trump supporters want to happen. Guys, if you're not going to be the power, somebody else is going to try and be the power.